Sherman Live starts now. Happy Memorial Day weekend and day. Amber B in the house. Uh, that's right. We're doing a little special right now. It's Costroman Live, and we're doing it at night, sort of, for us. Right? <laughs> right. Can now, you hear me? Ha- I can hear you. Okay. Can, can you not hear yourself? What's wrong? No, but that's all right. I'll use this one. You look nervous. Because I couldn't hear myself. It was weird. I can hear you. You sound okay, beautiful. Perfect. All right. So listen, uh, Memorial Day weekend, I spent it in uh, Palm Springs. What did you do? Um, I spent it working and then okay. what did I do yesterday? I had some Mexican food with a friend. Yeah, a guy or girlfriend? <laughs> a guy. A guy. Now, is this a new guy or is this somebody this that This is just you, a friend. Just a friend? Yeah. But is this somebody you've just met or is this... No, I've known him for a few years. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever hooked up with this guy? No, no. Not, not a single time? No. You want, you want to a little bit though? No. <laughs> okay. You know, Amber, you can admit this stuff on the show. No, I know, but the thing You're is... You're giggling like, like a little schoolgirl. I know because you start these, these questions and then you give me this look... It's just funny. It's just Do you like my look? Is it sexy? <laughs> what a way to start off Memorial Day for us here yeah. in the studio. All right. Give, give us the kickstart. Let's know what's going on. Okay. Well, uh, good evening. How about... So nice of you. Yeah. Missing in Missouri. Um, officials of Joplin, Missouri released a list of people missing in the wake of Sunday's killer tornado. The number of people unaccounted for is 232 based on oh, wow. missing persons report and the death toll has reached 125. Yet the 232 went down shortly after the list was released. The Associated Press found 75-year-old Sally Adams, who said that she was sitting on a wooden chair and cuddling her pet cat. When Adams was told he made the list, uh, she laughed and said, get me off of there. Eight others were also found. Okay, so she was sitting on a chair. Uh, 98. 98 years? Well, 98 is the cart there. Uh, oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> I, gotta, I was like, 98 years old? <laughs> 75. Jeez, all right, hold on. 98, I got to find it. Our goal is to get that number to zero. We will dedicate as much state resources as needed around the clock to make sure that all of those family members that have loved ones that they cannot find are connected. Okay. Thank you, Andrea Spillers. Wow. Andrea Spillers of the Missouri Department of Public Safety is the one who said that. Wow. Hmm. Um, Also, well, there's... Some good news. A canine survivor, uh, miracle dog found after the twister. Disaster and devastation have dominated this week's headlines after the killer storms. Here's a story with a happy ending. The Wood family of Piedmont, Oklahoma, took shelter in a safe room on Tuesday afternoon as a tornado ripped apart their three-story home. Man, see, that's, that's got to be a horrible feeling. I mean, at least they built the safe room. Yeah, I can't I heard imagine. about this story, actually, on yeah. CNN, I believe it was. But they weren't able to round up the family pet, a boxer named Roxy. Yeah, I knew this. After the storm passed, the Woods found their home in shambles and Roxy missing. But a day later, they got some good news. An oil rig worker nearly two miles away had found Roxy in a field. The dog somehow managed to survive the storm with just a scratch on her front paw. Too much delight of the eight-year-old Paisley Wood. And that's 402. I was very happy. I started dancing. <laughs> I love that. That's cute. I was very happy. I started dancing. I started dancing around. I started around. dancing for my pet. My pet. Roxy. My pet Roxy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's cute. 
That Natchez is. has always been chicken one day and feathers the next. And you got to follow up with Natchez. <laughs> I know Natchez. It's the greatest county of all time. Where was that again? It was Mississippi? Natchez is Mississippi. Yeah, I, I think so. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, Natchez one day, Natchez, in Natchez, chickens one day and feathers the next. Right. We broke this saying down. This is from a story from, what, three weeks ago? Yeah. Now, it was during the, it was during the Mississippi flood, mm-hmm. the, big, the big, the kind of uh, peak of all of that. Right. And this old lady came up with this phrase. And we'd never heard this before, obviously, being here in L.A. We don't use these phrases. We, we say, what's up, dog? Things like that. <laughs> yeah. But I've never heard this before. Natchez has always been chicken one day and feathers the next. We really feel... <laughs> I still don't understand. That, this is cute. Though. I was very happy. I started dancing. I love that. I, I think Southern people are the happiest people. Even in times of struggle. Yeah. I've, I've listened to many interviews... You know, uh, about, you know, from this, uh, these twister stories and, you know, people who survived it and, and families who've lost people and, uh, you know, loved ones. They're happy. They're happy people down there. Here in L.A., nobody's happy. Everyone's angry. They own a Bentley. You know, they have the, the huge house in the hills. But everyone's <laughs> angry. They're mad when they can't get to, you know, their destination fast enough. Right. Down yeah. south, they're like, yeah, whatever. You know, we'll get there at some point. That's true. That's true. People get a little angry when they're on the, you know, on the 405 or the 10. And I know they get, they get so pissed off. They can't get their coffee. That was like me today, by the way, because I wanted to do the show this morning. But I have That's to say, right. I got stuck. I was in Palm Springs. I got stuck in so much traffic. I was going crazy. And then I have to reflect and go, well, chickens one day, feathers the next. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. There you all go. Right, what else we got? All right. Uh, Libya. Gaddafi reportedly hiding in hospitals. Embattled Libyan leader Mohammed Gaddafi has been avoiding NATO's nighttime raids by hiding out in hospitals, according to the European government officials. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization, that's NATO, forbids aircraft from bombing hospitals. Gaddafi is aware of the rules and has been seeking refuge in the hospitals. Also, Gaddafi's senior commanders have stopped using mobile phones because they're afraid their conversations are being intercepted by French, British, and U.S. intelligence agencies, which is true. They do do that. See, now, what, what I do hear, and you know they do that because of being in the Navy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the, are you allowed to say that right now? Yeah, I can say that. So it's not classified information. No, that's not classified. Everybody sure knows that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't sure. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, it, it's funny because I was just, uh, I guess Gaddafi's uh, leader, or I'm sorry, Gaddafi's uh, generals or something, they're, they're all uh, escaping right now or running away or whatever mm. to um, Italy, I believe. Wow. So now they're, now they're all over the place. <laughs> Muammar Gaddafi. Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> Who go. names their kid Momomar? You know. My name is Momomar Gadal. Can you, I just, I would hate to be a news person and have to sit there and say that name all day. You know, because they repeat the news all day long. It's the mm. same old thing. Yeah. Momomar Gaddafi. Gaddafi. Momomar. I would just name my kid Frank or something. Frank Gaddafi. Yeah. Well, you know what? That is smart, though, hiding in hospitals. That also goes to, like, when it comes to, um, you know, news. Whatchamacallit? I can't think. News. It's okay. Have another sip of the Red Bull. I know. (laughs) Journalists. Need more vodka there? No, there's no vodka in here. I'm not drinking this week. Um, 
the same goes for like the news. They're not supposed to, you know, have shoot, aim, fire at anybody, any journalist. Right. They have, they wear the vests that say journalists on them. They're usually a different right. color than they're not blue or something. That and medics, medics as well. Are you not able to shoot them? Well, they don't care. When you're in war, they they don't do it. Yeah, but the, the the world NATO says you're not supposed to. Well, this is a NATO is like PETA. We we listen to NATO, but other yeah, nobody else does. Yeah, so NATO's like PETA. You know, the of the and, and Pamela Anderson is like the United States. She's the <laughs> only one that actually listens to what they have to say. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nobody else gives a crap. Um, I care about what NATO has to say, though. At the end of the day, I do want to wake up tomorrow. Because NATO somehow, uh, they forbid something. Like yeah, well, happy Memorial home. Day to all the veterans. That's right. Hold on. And, well, you know, we, we and me. Too. Well, you are a veteran, I guess, Yes. Right? Are you an official? Do you have veterans? Uh, I wore my dog tags today to show you. These are my... Is fi- you didn't make those? No, no. These were the official... I want uh, pictures from Navy more. dog tags that I got when I was in boot camp. And... How it goes is um, if you die during time of war, you're wearing one, right? And if, you know, a soldier finds you dead, they take one so they could take it back to your family and prove that you're dead, deceased. And then they stick the other one in your mouth. So when they find your body, this dog tag is in your mouth so that they know who you are in case your head's blown off or they can't, you know. So what happens if you're, I mean, this is extremely graphic, but what happens if you're blown apart? You have to have like eight dog tags to put well, them Well, this dog tag will be on you, and then if a but soldier if finds you, but he can't carry you, I see. then he takes this one back to... But what he, if you have an arm over there, and you have a leg over there? You know, it's, what are you supposed to do? I think you just put it on like the biggest body part. <laughs> Is there a rule? Does NATO have any rules about that? I'm not sure. That's all I know. Listen, God to... bless the people that are out there, though, honestly, right. because I have a lot of friends who are out there right now yeah. in Afghanistan. In fact, uh, a good friend of mine from, from back home... Nate Hall is out in Afghanistan right now. He called in from Afghanistan on the USO line. Oh, wow. About a month and a half ago. I don't think you were here for that. No. But a month and a half ago, he called in. And it was interesting to hear these stories. I mean, he had grenades thrown at him. I mean, the whole nine. It was crazy. Wow. He's rocking and rolling out there. I mean, these guys, man, I can do it. I could not do what these guys do. Well, a lot of people can't. There's no way. And I I see them. I mean, I see, um, you know, uh, Vietnam veterans at the VA. And let me tell you, they have not, you can't handle war very well. A lot of them are, you know, just... Uh, mentally, they're just, yeah, it's Mentally you not there, yeah. Well, see, I, I felt like, now this compares in no way, shape or form, but I was in Haiti. Yeah. Fairly recently. And mm-hmm. I was there for a, about a week and a half with Generosity Water. Mm-hmm. So that's the nonprofit that I, right. that I do a lot with. And they provide clean water wells for uh, countries and villages that are suffering because of the clean water crisis. And anyhow, I came back from that. And I'll I'll tell you, it took me about a good week and a half, two weeks to clear my mind completely. Because it stuns you. It's shocking. I had never seen people living in the conditions they lived in there. I'd never seen anything like it before. Mm -hmm. The smell, the second you get off the plane, from the time you leave, you notice it. It doesn't, Mm -hmm. it's not something you get used to. So, so weird. And I saw dying kids in a hospital. It was just, it was terrifying, mm. really. Yeah. But when you're in the moment, you don't realize how terrifying it is necessarily until you come back into 
your regular culture, you yeah. know, whatever you're used like to. Like being in Los Angeles and you're like, you're a jerk. Guess where I just came from? Right. Well, that's yeah. what I felt like. Yeah. Man, everyone here is a dick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, look at, the, look at the people out there fighting. Think about it. I know. So thank you to those out there who are fighting. Yeah. And, and uh, I'll do the... He's like, you're cueing me for the sound I'm effects. Cueing, I got it. it. Here you go. I know. Where's my sound effects box? Eventually, I, we'll get that, right? I, I'm going to get you one, for sure, because you're always on top of it. Because I like sound effects. I feel like we need this song, too. Yeah. This is for Memorial Day. Here we go. Do you guys just sing this when you're out there fighting? I actually... The Uncle Sam, born on the 4th of July. I've got my something, something sweetheart. Good. She's my Yankee Doodle Joy. Yankee Doodle came to town riding on a pony. You got it. I am a Yankee Doodle boy. <laughs> Do you have to say that when you're a, when you're a, a woman in the in the Navy or the Army or something? That... They don't change the lyrics for for women. <laughs> it's still it's still like men and this and yeah. Really, yeah. So you you feel like you have a penis when you're in war. <laughs> Well, female. I've never been in war, but I've, like I said, I've been over, um, like... Well, you've been on that cruise ship, the one with the missiles on it. cruise ship. <laughs> the They're cruise ship called with cruise miss- ships. They're called ships. Well, you were cruising on the ship with the missiles. That's a cruise ship to okay. me. You weren't doing anything on it. No! What were you doing? I did administration. I also did security. But administration mostly. But, but I, I like administration security as one term, you know, as, as your one title, rather. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's what I did. Administration, security. My name's Amber B. <laughs> I did have a secret clearance. B for boobs. Um, <laughs> so was it distracting for other guys? You th- I mean, when I say other guys, because obviously you have to pretend kind of like you're a guy, I guess, when you're out there. You know, uh, so did guys get distracted by your um, guy parts? <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe they did, but at the time, like, I was a little bit younger. But um, I had some big brothers basically that looked after me and made sure that nobody was messing with me. So I thank them for that still to this day. <laughs> Who are your big brothers? Oh, um, Frank Martelli, Andrew. Well, you don't know, tell me their names. I don't know who these people are. I, I'm just saying their names like, because what? if they ever get a chance to listen to the show, I'm thanking them now. Okay. So, you know, so talk to me for a second though, about the craziest thing that happened to you while you were out quote unquote securing the administration. Oh, I've got a perfect story. See, this is why I'm like the typical private Benjamin. I wasn't really equipped for the military. I I did it and I went through two boot camps and trust me, still to this day I don't know how I did it because I was I was badass. But on this one particular evening I was roving the ship, which means, you know, like walking around the ship with a nine millimeter handgun, making sure that nobody's trying to get on board the ship. Pirates and stuff. Well, yeah, but this was in Italy, so, I mean, it's... Italian pirates. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Snooky's trying to get on board. <laughs> Damn it, Snooky, I'm going to shoot you. So She's so little and fast. She, Yeah, she's tiny. So, on this one particular evening, it's really cold and windy, especially, you know, on this one particular island where we were stationed, Santa Stefano Island, and uh, so windy that I would basically lean into the wind and the wind would just hold me and I'm wearing a pumpkin suit and a pumpkin suit is like this huge orange thing that you put on to keep you warm while you're roving the ship so I was so cold and you know nothing's going on nobody's trying to get on board the ship so I go into the officer's mess and I go and I fix myself a hot chocolate 
And for those who don't know, an officer's mess is the is a kind of a cafeteria mess hall, right? Mess hall, right. They have okay. like different levels of mess halls. So, so this was a high level mess hall, right? Captain's like I'm not even hall. supposed to be in there. <laughs> you always do that kind of stuff. You're always doing stuff you're not supposed to be doing. I mean, I worked in there uh, cranking FSA, which is food service attendance. Um, all these terms, yeah, all these like military terms. So I have to like say what they are. Um, so I was familiar with the area. So I just went in there to help myself to get some hot chocolate, get warm for five minutes, and then continue roving the ship. Well, because so you of- stopped roving the ship though for for a moment at least. At least five or ten. Oh, geez. So, I so know, Italian right. pirates could get on. <laughs> you were putting lives in danger by, by entering the captain's mess. Well, here's mess. the thing. Like, you know, people always Great, knew Amber. me. I was just a little bit different. And well, yeah, you were the only female on board. No, there was plenty of other females, but I was just different. I was just your private Benjamin. I make the hot chocolate, and I hear this, semen baby. And I turn around, and I'm like, oh, and guess who it is? Obama. It, no, it's the weapons officer. Now, I have a nine millimeter handgun on, on my right side. And because I have that handgun, I am not supposed to be doing what I'm doing. And the weapons officer who's in control of all the weapons on board the entire ship, including the nine millimeter handgun that I had, I got yelled at. <laughs> I got, so what, what, now when you're yelled at and you're in the Navy, what happens? Because I mean, do they spank you? No, I mean, you can get reprimanded. You can actually have your pay taken away from you. But because of my demeanor and kind of like... It's because you have boobs and there's guys there that are trying to, you know... They're the, they're the ones trying to yell at you. Listen, they're not going to be like, Amber. Anyways, he's like, Seaman Beatty, what are you doing in here? And I said... Seaman Beatty? Yeah, because at the time I was a seaman. <laughs> I was a seaman once too. Oh my God. That was a long time ago. And I said, sir, I'm sorry. I just wanted to get some hot chocolate. It's so cold and my watch is almost over. He's like, get out of here, baby. He's just like, he just was like, just go. And I was like, okay, thank you. And then nothing and, was ever. And so, so now did the captain get wind of this? No, it was a slap on the wrist. Nobody ever found out. But just because I was who I was, I kind of got away with it. And it was at that point when you were like, <laughs> Seaman Beatty, I'm going to become a Playboy Cyber Girl. <laughs> Not exactly. Not exactly, but yeah. All right. That's my story. Anyway. I liked it, though. That was nice. I, I've never, I've never, I've never really, I've been on a, a ship one time, a military aircraft carrier. Yeah. But we never went out to sea. I tried so hard to hide in that thing. They found me right away. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I was on board with like 12 people. They stopped in a port. It was, there, it was very exciting. There you go. So, all right. Do you have anything else for us here? What else do I have? Um, Osama bin Laden. Oh, yeah. Okay. The CIA. The dead dude. Yeah. The CIA forensics team is going to search Osama bin Laden's compound with the blessings of Pakistani officials. Finally. Yeah. These blessings have taken forever. Well, that's probably because they did their own. Well, you know know what happened. I I think you actually, you you read this on Castle Kickstart a couple weeks ago. It's right after we killed him. Well, yeah, I, I say remember. We, I mean, the Navy SEALs. Yeah, I know. I, well, I remember that they confiscated all the jump drives. Remember, they, like do you remember this, though? They tried to interrogate tried to interrogate the three wives. Oh, but yeah. But then the two wouldn't speak. It was one would one speak would for speak all of them for because them. the Pakistanis, the Pakistani government wouldn't split them, wouldn't allow them to be split up into individual, right. you know, interrogation rooms or whatever. I remember that. And then Nate jumped in and talked about, or was it. Uh, it was, was it Dr. Drayson? Drayson. Dr. Drayson was talking about uh, his sexual 
sounds that he likes to make during sex. Anyway. Where did that come in? Oh yeah, he oh, talked, oh, yeah, oh, oh, and then oh, you Sama started sounds. making a goat sound. <laughs> oh, Sama, oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Anyways, um, there you go. So, okay, by the way, if you guys are just joining us for the first time, uh, this is Kyle Sherman Live. We typically air about 7, uh, about, we always air 7 a.m. Pacific time, every weekday, Monday through Friday. And we also have uh, Nate Hates and Dr. Drayson on the show. They're not here today because you gave Nate uh, a flu, the flu, (laughs) and Dr. Drayson is hanging out with his girlfriend because it's Memorial Day. Right. So, anyway... Go, continue. Okay. So, anyways, they um, they gave permission to search the uh, material that may be hidden in walls or buried there. Uh, the agreement with the Pakistan Pakistan will give the CIA access to the compound for the first time. Previously, they've only examined it from a distance using satellites, drones, and spies who were undercover at a nearby safe house that was shut down after Bin Laden was taken out. So, I guess there's more stuff in the walls. It's cash. Um, Cash in the walls. And you know what cash that they always find? Porn. No. American dollars. Okay. They the, the always, type of currency. They always find American dollars. They already found the porn, I guess. He was into the dirty <laughs> stuff is what the whole thing was, right, about Osama? Hey, oh. so we are on Ustream, by the way. If you're, if you're tuning in with us uh, and you're at a computer, you can go to Ustream.tv slash Kyle Live. You can see us there. And uh, we are looking at the chat. So if you want to chat with us, I will pay attention to it today. But it's empty. It's like the empty studio today. So we don't have... Any chatters? And, well, no. No, no, no. We have... The, we, actually, we actually have uh, about 10,000 people watching Ustream right now. Oh, that's awesome. We're on the front page. That's why. Sweet. Otherwise, there's like two people because our show's not that popular. So, <laughs> no big deal. Continue. Do anything else or is that it? Uh, you know, you, hey, you know, we have to take a break. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, it's, right. uh, it's time for a break. If you guys are on Ustream, talk to us. We'll chat with you over the break here. We'll push you on air or whatever. If you want to call in... 877-595-3424. It's 877-595-3424. If you want to talk about Amber and her boobs. You're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. Woo! Yeah, baby! This is Jeff Diamond, and we're talking to the creator of Right Size Smoothies, Steve Bostic. I just got off the phone with a woman who ordered Right Size last week. Her name was Joni, and she'd already lost 12 pounds in only seven days, and she was so excited. She said this is the first time that she's tried a weight loss product that actually worked for her. When you drink a Right Size Smoothie, you feel like you're full, and that's what you're looking for, isn't it? We we call it the Hunger Smashing Smoothie. We've developed a cutting-edge appetite manager called Apamine. It's in the smoothie. You drink the smoothie. It knocks out your appetite. It helps you burn more calories calories and you take in safely and without being hungry and as you know that's what leads to weight loss it's a great product and you're going to let people try this for free for two weeks it's the best deal that anybody's ever offered on a weight loss product you don't pay anything up front you try the product free for two full weeks see how it works for you and either you lose the weight or you never pay for it try right size before you buy it for your free two-week trial call 1-800-358-6788 that's 1-800-358-6788 one eight hundred three five eight six seven eight eight. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit MatrixDirect.com. Do you think you're getting your money's worth for your life insurance policy? Because if you're 40 and married and are paying more than $14 a month, chances are you're paying too much. Hi, I'm Brent Langdon for Matrix Direct. We partnered with American General Life to find you their lowest rates on term life insurance products. And if you're 40 years old and married, we could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for less than $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free no-obligation quote. 
Call 1-800-601-4362. Since 1995, we've helped over a million people save money on their term life insurance. Don't you want to know how much we could save you? It only takes five minutes and you could save up to 75%, and the call is absolutely free. Call 1-800-601-4362. That's 1-800-601-4362. 1-800-601-4362. BlackBerry. iPhone. Android. We're live 24-7 worldwide. Head to mobile.califm.com on your smartphone to start streaming Cali FM now. If you've ever hosted an online meeting, you know how difficult it is to get meetings started. And it's your reputation at stake if anything goes wrong. That's why you need the easiest, most reliable online meeting service. GoToMeeting, brought to you by Citrix. Everybody can join meetings with just a click. GoToMeeting is so easy, you'll have your first meeting running in seconds. See for yourself with this exclusive free 45-day trial. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter promo code RADIOLOYALTY. Worried about spyware or harmful viruses? Get a free scan today from Computer Support Club. Available in your local CVS store. Or get access immediately to a free trial and diagnostic by clicking on the Computer Support Club banner in your player or by visiting tools.computersupportclub.com. That's tools.computersupportclub.com. This is Kyle Sherman, live. Hey guys, Kyle Sherman live. This is the Studio Weather Report. We do it every day. Amber B, I'm going to make you do it today. Is that cool? I'm excited. All right. Do you you read this? No, I'll I'll take a crack at it. There you go. All right. Let's see what you do. Okay. I want you to do your best Italian pirate voice you can. (laughs) Yeah, we had to do it in different voices, but a pirate Italian? Oh, okay. All right. All right. Uh, No, it's Italian pirate voice because you spent so much time on a cruise ship. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. All right, try your best. I'm home. Let me let me put. The, I'll do a weather. Let's do a weather bed for you. Okay. You know, I don't even know how to read numbers in Italian. No, you don't have to read the number. Just you're an American <laughs> Italian. You don't even know how to speak your own language. We'll do it. We'll do it like that. Okay. Sixteen percent indoor humidity. That's a low. You're you're a horrible weather woman. Really. Oh, I'm giving you one more chance. All right, give me one more chance. I need to do it. Like, give me a different voice I need to say it in. What's your best... Uh, hold on. All right, what's your best voice you can do? And then we'll get back to the Castle Kickstart with some news. What? Give me your best voice that you can do. Like, what? Do you, Bugs Bunny? I'll just try to do it in Italian. Okay. Okay, ready? Here we go. Ciao. Go, my side. Go. 16% indoor humidity... 22% high, 77 degrees Fahrenheit, indoor temperature, 70 degrees low. No? No? Arrivederci, ciao. I don't know. I can't really. How much colder is in here at night at this time? Oh, my gosh. Than it is typically. In the morning. Normally, it's really, really cold. No, normally it's really, really hot, but when I walked into the studio, it was really, really cold. It's freezing I said, today. I need you to bring me a sweatshirt. I'm so cold. But now I took it off. <laughs> I was happy about that. You know, you know, it's funny, actually. You must have been very nervous holding it because the humidity went up all the way to 22%. And now it's back to 16. 
So you were sweating. You were like, oh, I can't do the voice. I can't do the <laughs> I voice. I should have just did like the old pirate voice from last week. And yeah. Like, that was a good, you did a great pirate voice last week. That was fun. I think I'll do a pirate voice next time All I right, do good. the Read, read the Castle Kickstart in Pirate Blast. <laughs> you really want me to do that? Will people pay attention? It's the news. Just give me the headline. The Arr, Sarah Palin <laughs> bus store this weekend. Oh, good. Sarah Palin has still yet to officially announce she's running for president. Arr. Oh, you don't have to do the whole thing. Now okay. I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired <laughs> of it now for sure. so weird. So wait, so, I'm sorry. I, I was just So Sarah Palin... A bus tour begins this weekend? Correct. Okay. 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 Wow. All right. She's off on a campaign-style bus tour on the East Coast. According to her political action committee, this past Sunday, the former Alaska governor met with veterans and visited historic locations that are important to our country's formation, survival, and growth. And she learned all the way through that process exactly how this country grew and how (laughs) it was formed. There you go. She wasn't really visiting these places on her own. She needed a leader, somebody to show her where these places were. On the Sarah Pack website, Palin said that the country is in a critical turning point and the bus truck will remind U.S. citizens who we are and what Americans stand for. Now, I was saying to Kyle uh, earlier, is she literally on a bus tour, like, you know, like a rock band, like like Guns N' Roses from the 80s? Is she literally touring from state to state in a bus or is her bus pulling up outside where she's actually doing the campaigning and then she's staying at a five-star resort hotel? Of course she is. <laughs> and she flies around in her little jet that's, that her whatever, whoever is raising money paid for. But, you know, but they call it a bus tour. So somebody has to be on that bus. I the wonder driver. If, well, do you think there's other people sleeping on that bus? Bristol with her child. <laughs> she's out of the town home now. Okay. She's hitching a ride with the mom. I was just wondering. I was just curious. What Bristol's up to? Is she on, I wonder if she's going on these tours. Hey, will Bristol ever run for office? No. That's what I want to know. I don't think so. Will she have another kid? Yes. Clearly, she doesn't know how I, to use I protection. I bet you she will have another kid. I bet you she will. How soon? Within the next three years. Next three years. Okay, we'll write, yeah. we'll write this down, and we'll, in three years from now, we'll come right. back to this. Okay. And we'll see. <laughs> I guess we would know in two, what, two two years and like five, right, five months. Right, because she'll be pregnant. Exactly. So you have a child, <laughs> yes. Congratulations. You know how to have a kid. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. All right. All right. What else is going on? You told me something about some old lady or something. That was hilarious. I did, actually. Um, I'll skip to that one. It's uh, an old lady in El Cajon. Her name is Charlotte Hydorn. She's 91 years old, and she said she's interested in helping people who might otherwise suffer painful deaths. She's selling suicide kits. Interesting. Um, What's a suicide kit? Well, she peddles a product touted for its deadly simplicity. Inside, her butterfly-decorated boxes are clear plastic bags and medical-grade tubing. A customer places the bag over his head, connects the tubing from the bag to a helium tank, turns the valves, breathes, and the so-called suicide kit asphyxiates the customer within minutes. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> wow. That, I... I <laughs> Really? Yeah. This is not a joke. No. Okay. No, well, and I saw her picture. I want to, hold on, where's, this, where's our winning thing? That sounds really cool. Winner. Yeah. 
She's a winner. Really? She's she, is she making a lot of money doing this? Um, you know, I think there's a, a soundbite in there too. It's two six six. Two six six. Yeah, let's let's hear her. Two six. Oh, hold on, I gotta figure out what this is. Two six. Oh, there We're we go. We're going to put it all together to show you how to achieve a peaceful death. <laughs> what the heck is this? She said a peaceful death. We have a full balloon time helium cylinder. We have a plastic exit bag, some plastic tube. <laughs> Where did you find this? And a helium flow fitting that we've made. That's the old lady. A roll this is of a joke? Tape no. To micropore to stick this the tube inside video? the bag. I'm not sure if it's an extra- instructional really video. Obviously simple. it is. Anyway. First, take the exit bag and adjust the neck elastic. T- okay, who's the, was, wait, who's this for, by the way? Okay, so it's supposedly for people who want to commit suicide. Well, obviously, it's a suicide <laughs> kit, you said, butterfly decorated box. Well, she's saying that orders come from all over the world, people uh, young and old that are depressed and terminally ill. And she says, in her defense, people commit suicide by jumping out of windows and buildings and hanging themselves. Um, she basically says that her product ends people's lives peacefully, leaving them uh, eternally sleepy. Yeah, well, that's what uh, helium will do to you. <laughs> so, but um, FBI agents uh, raided her home and seized a dozen boxes ready for shipment as part of the investigation into uh, possible mar- uh, uh, wire fraud violations. How is a 98 year old? How old is 91. She- 90, how is a 91 year old woman? Doing this stuff. Well, she's getting compared to Dr. Kevorkian. Do you remember him? He went to prison. How old was he when he went to a prison? How old was this he? This is to a sure. prison? To prison. Excuse me. I'm not sure how old he was, but he was old too. But he got sent to jail. He was in his 70s, I think. Yeah. I don't think so, it in- isn't it weird that they're older and then they're like offering to help kill younger? They're depressed. They're reflecting That's what their I'm depression. Thinking. That's what I'm on these thinking. Fools. You know, and then she says, do I look like a criminal? If you guys Google her or pull up her picture, she doesn't look like uh, she's a criminal. But you know what? I think I think there might be something wrong. Now with this. I get why the TSA pats down babies. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Let's get honest. <laughs> if an old lady's doing this, then, uh, you know, she's 91 years old. Yeah. A former elementary school science teacher. Well, you know, somebody is what it says on here. Yeah. I wonder if those kids are messed up. Yeah, those kids. <laughs> students that are now like she, our yeah. age. <laughs> right. She's like, hey, kids, uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go work on my invention uh, to help kill other people. Um, <laughs> are you a murderer at that point, I wonder? I guess not, because you're you're assisting in murders. You're um, assisting in the deaths of others. Yeah, that's it's just not right. That's messed up. How weird is that? Jeez. Well, you know what? Somebody had said, uh, which I thought was a pretty valid point. They said, what if a young person is masquerading as an adult? And what if this person with a totally treatable psychological condition who was otherwise given the opportunity to get treatment? She's not evaluating who is uh, providing the product. Clearly, she's doing no due diligence to defend her behavior as compassionate. So she's got to be a sociopath. She's got to be. I mean, who does this? Sociopath, you're right. And then it's sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> sixty bucks to kill yourself, you can do it for free. But Doctor Kavorkian was charging more. But how, he, how much he, actually, he charging? He was charging a little bit more, but I think he had the medical. Here's what's creepy about him. 
He was born on May 26th. I was born on May 27th. May 27th. That's just weird. I'm feeling very strange right now. This is not a good day. Hmm. That's interesting. Who's a Gemini? I'm a Gemini and you're a Gemini. I hope I don't turn into one of these guys when I'm older. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so messed up. Yeah. So, anyway. 10 to 25 years imprisonment is what Jacob Kevorkian has. 1928, he was arrested in 99 for second degree murder. His charge was first degree murder. So his charge was first degree murder. His conviction was second degree murder in 1999. And uh, yeah, 83 years old right now. So he was in his 70s. I wonder how many people he um, aided to kill. This is a really depressing subject. (laughs) I know. But I mean, I thought it was interesting. I like, you know, she's just so old. And she was a teacher. I know. Exactly. (laughs) The the teachers these days, I swear. (laughs) Winning. Winning. Anything else, or are we yeah, done with the? I got, I got another one. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, uh, war criminal, one of the world's most wanted men, arrested. Rako Mladic, accused of genocide and the death of thousands, and one of the world's most wanted men, was arrested uh, Thursday by Serbian authorities at a relative's home, sixty miles northeast of Belgrade. The 69-year-old Mladic will soon face an international war crimes tribunal. He's accused of ordering and bombing the Sarajevo and targeting areas to achieve the maximum amount of civilian casualties. What's with all those people trying to kill other people right now? Mm, I don't know. Just relax. I know. Get a hobby. Jeez. Well, my hobby's building devices that kill other people. I... <laughs> Erratico, melodic, <laughs> and and the box that it comes in had was had butterflies on her box. I know, I, it's so strange to me. Mm. And I just saw bride. It reminds me of bridesmaids. You know, let's talk about something happier for a second. The okay. comedy bridesmaids. I saw it this weekend, and we had Access Hollywood's uh, film critic Scott Mance on the show on Friday. He called in. He calls in almost every week to give us the updates on what's coming out and and uh, what fun there is to have in the movie theater. And uh, he said, "Go see bridesmaids. Hangover Two's bad." That's what he yeah. said. So, anyhow, we'll see how, we'll see how uh, Hangover 2 is when I get a chance, but... I'd like to see that. Not the Hangover 2, but the Bridesmaids. It was funny, and it just reminds me of this, because uh, there was butterflies in a box, and I don't want to ruin the movie for you guys, but... <laughs> there's something there. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back in just a sec. Looking for a new career opportunity or want to move up in the hospitality and restaurant industry? Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts is now offering an online program in hospitality and restaurant management specifically designed for busy people like you. Learn the way and create your future. Call Le Cordon Bleu College of Culinary Arts at 888-425-9888. Get started now. Call 888-425-9888. Le Cordon Bleu does not guarantee employment or salary. Attention homeowners, are you struggling with your mortgage? Is your home worth less than you owe? Are you heading towards foreclosure? Mortgage Menders USA is ready to help. Call 800-937-6976 for a free consultation with a specialist who works directly with lenders to fit your needs. We may be able to cut your mortgage payments in half and help reduce your interest payment to as low as 1%. Call Mortgage Menders USA at 800-937-6976. That's 800-937-6976. Are you knee-deep in debt? Do you have $10,000 or more in unsecured debt? If you have any type of debt, call the Debt Relief Help Hotline now. There are laws in place which may allow us to lower your debt by up to 70%. Call 800-948-5713. That's 800-948-5713. With one easy phone call, we may be able to cut your monthly payments in half. This is your opportunity to be debt-free. 
Take back control of your life. Call 800-948-5713. That's 800-948-5713. Attention. If you are behind on your taxes or haven't sent out a prior year tax return, you are now eligible to settle your tax debt for much less than you owe. Call the Tax Relief Help Hotline today at 800-943-2159. Don't wait for the IRS to initiate penalties, fees, wage garnishments, bank levies, or even property seizure. The Tax Relief Help Hotline will provide you a tax relief specialist to resolve your tax debt directly with the IRS. Call 800-943-2159. That's 800-943-2159. You're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. Hi, I'm Amber. Hey, I'm David. We're from New York City, and we love Kyle Live. Attention. Hydrolyze is currently seeking participants with dark circles and puffy eyes. If you have dark circles or bags around your eyes due to heredity, fatigue, or aging, you are eligible to see results and participate in the Hydrolyze trial. Hydrolyze was introduced to improve delicate skin around the eyes and now has been shown to eliminate dark circles and bags. It effectively diminishes even dark circles caused by heredity. To participate in the Hydrolyze trial and see results risk-free, call 1-800-496-2620. Fragile capillaries around the eye can leak, allowing blood to pool beneath the skin like an ugly bruise. But right now, you can join the thousands of people who have seen their dark circles fade away, watched as bags literally disappeared from view. Participate in the free trial by calling today. If you're serious about getting rid of your dark circles or bags around the eyes, you are eligible to participate and experience results with Hydrolyze. Call this number today, 1-800-496-2620. Once more, that's 1-800-496-2620. Hey, it's Celeste Kellogg, and you're listening to Kyle Sherman Live. It's Kyle Sherman Live, and right now it's Memorial Day. Very exciting day. Typically, we broadcast 7 a.m., to 9 a.m. Pacific Time. I have to say PDT. Pacific Daylight Savings Time. And usually Nate Hates and Dr. Drayson are in. But they're not today. Why? Well, because Amber decided to get Nate sick and Dr. Drayson is hanging out with his girlfriend. Obviously more important things to do. And it's also nighttime. So there we go. And you can get here from Palm Springs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I couldn't get here from Palm Springs. I, like, the la- I'm the last to blame was myself. <laughs> you know, yeah. everyone else can't come in. So when it's at night because of uh, some issues, yeah, I was stuck in Palm Springs. No big deal. I wanted to do the show really bad today. Yeah, I was so angry, and I, this this weekend made me so mad, Amber. Okay, I was so elaborate. I, I was so <laughs> mad this weekend. So what happened was I was over at uh, I went to breakfast Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and it was you know it was a little bit busy. Right, Palm Springs here is in the middle of the desert. For those of you who don't know. And it's, it's a beautiful place. It's very warm. It's hot. So I woke up in a great mood. Starving, though. I was so hungry. And you know when you're hungry, you, get, you, you can get very crabby very quickly. Yeah. And I said to my friends, let's go. We got to go to get some food because I, I'm going to be a horrible person to be around for the rest of this day. Right. I'm already having a bad weekend here. <laughs> I lost a Monopoly twice. <laughs> yeah. Kidding. It was once. I won one game. That's what we do. Yeah. So I, uh, we went to this restaurant. So excited. And then nobody was there to seat us. I mean, it wasn't like it was crazy busy. But it was one of those frustrating things where you're so, you're so hungry, but you want to, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm not going right. to be like, hey, give me a table. Uh, you spin my food. So I've seen waiting. Pretty much the second <laughs> one, no big deal. Uh, so the, 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 it was a horrible movie. Didn't actually go watch it. But I have to say that I was so mad because we finally sit down and then there's a thousand flies flying around so i have were to, you outside yeah oh. and then i then i was like, okay this sucks so let's eat inside now. right finally get inside 
and then don't see a, a waiter or waitress for at least 10 minutes. And I'm, I'm starving. Yeah. They keep walking by and they'll help another table. And help another, I'm, I'm like, come on, please. Right. So I felt like I had to do my own order. So I had to go up and like an ass. I had to go up to the owner or whatever and be like, hey, excuse me, sir. I'm so sorry. I'm just, I'm so hungry right now. Right. I know everyone's so busy, but man, I cannot handle bad service. And still after talking to him, it took forever to get the guy there. And then they didn't bring silverware. So I, I got the food <laughs> no, and I could I was, I, I was just, I was just going to put my head into the plate. They probably just weren't prepared for the big crowd this past weekend. I was, it's Memorial Day yeah. weekend. Yeah. It's Palm Springs. It's a hangout. You know, it's either grandma's was it on tourists. the main drag right there or kind I don't, of like I, don't know, I didn't even know there was a main drag there in is Palm a main Springs. Drag that is, <laughs> that is, a, there, nobody lives there except when there's a, some sort of holiday weekend. Yeah. Well, I There's know. a main strip in Palm Springs. Yeah, I mean, you know, we know who lives there. I don't know if the rest of the United States knows who lives there, but... Who lives there? Well, like, like the gay boys, like the older gay boys that once lived here in West Hollywood, and then they got old and they made some money and they said, I'm going to buy a house in Palm Springs. So How gonna, do they say that? I'm going to buy a house in Palm Springs. Wait, is that true? It is true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. So that's like, that's like the West Hollywood of the desert. Oh, yeah. That's like the okay. destination. <sighs> Palm Springs. Interesting. I had no idea. There's a lot of families. Okay, so what did you eat, though? What did you get? Uh, what did I get? I don't recall. Oh, yeah, an omelet. I had an omelet. It was really good. Okay. It was a Mexican omelet thing. It was great. It was delicious. I ate my food. There was no flies inside. Okay. Except for this one. Just and, one. No, but it was fine. I was happy. Listen, I, here's a, this is all I'm saying. I cannot handle bad customer service. At the end of the day, the place actually did have good customer service. They were nice. They were considerate. They were cool. Mm-hmm. But it, I just cannot handle bad customer service. Like AT&T, for example. You call in, you can't get a hold They're of horrible. anybody. They're horrible. That's why I'm, I have T-Mobile. Great customer service. I say, hey, listen, guys, my BlackBerry, not working. We'll send you a new one. Thank you. Now this whole merger thing, freaking me out. Oh, yeah. I got to switch. Maybe to Verizon. And I'm thinking, but they have bad customer service as well. Verizon's been pretty good to me. Well, so was the ship's captain or whatever. <laughs> the weapons the, officer. The weapons officer. <laughs> the woe. The woe was good to you. <laughs> what, what was he called? He was called, they called him Weps. Weps? Weps. Officer Weps? No, just Weps because that's short acronym for weapons. Okay, move your phone away. Oh, actually, Weppo. It was Weppo. Weapons uh, officer. Okay. Interesting. Um, I learn new things every day. I'm yeah. glad it's on Memorial Day that we're... Right. I mean, I could save tons of acronyms. Give me one good acronym that you know. Hmm. Let me think. I can't think of one right now. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm like sitting here. Come on. Come up with something on the spot. <laughs> um, come navs up pack. Come navs a pack? Yeah. Okay. I don't, whatever. Scuba. I, didn't, I know that one. <laughs> I mean, I could read pages and pages of acronyms and tell you what they mean. So. All right. What else, anything else on here? Or no, we good? Did no, you cover I didn't. I didn't really pull up anything. So. All right. So talk to me about this guy anyway. This guy that you went out with, your friend. Uh, oh. This weekend. Where, where my did friend, you guys go? My friend Sean. We went to uh, El Capadre, actually. And uh, the service was good. El Capadre on Sunset. Okay. Mexican food. Um, we got there. As soon as we got there, the water was placed on the table, chips and salsa. Did they do the whole sparkling tap? What, what, how does that go again? Oh, yeah. Like, do you want uh, 
would you care for uh, bottled water or tap water? Yeah, they don't do that there. They just bring out tap water. Nate would be so angry if, if, he, <laughs> if he had run into that situation. See, tell him exactly where that is because that's where he needs to take out his ladies. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Nate hates, hates when he goes out. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets at, when, he, when he's with a girl in particular. And he's asked whether or not he wants tap water, sparkling water, or flat water. I guess flat. Flat water, yeah. Flat, sparkling. Yeah. And he's, no, I just want tap water, but it, it, he thinks it makes him sound like... Cheap. A cheap ass clown. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Right. I don't know. I, I don't really care. Yeah. Clearly he has confidence issues. <laughs> Speaking of Nate... Oh, my gosh. So do you remember last week how he was basically killing it with the movie? Like, he's a movie buff, obviously. I'm not. Oh, yeah, where it was 10-0 for, against you and Dr. Drayson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, here's the thing. In my yeah. defense, some people are, are, are good at one thing, and some people are good at another. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I excel in naming that tune, naming that band. Especially when it comes to late 60s, 70s, 80s, early 90s rock and roll. And we made a bet last week and we've been basically trash talking on BBM this entire weekend. Like, ha ha ha, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm going to win. You know, and he goes, keep dreaming. I mean, it's, it's pretty funny. I actually think it's funny because he's not going to beat me. So you really now what, what genre of music in particular from what, what year? Oh, like late 60s, 70s, 80s, and early he, 90s. And you told him clearly that this is the... I didn't tell him the genre. I told you the genre. Oh, so he has no idea unless he's listening right now. Right. In bed. Sick. Yeah. And oh, I told that's him, funny. And I told him I had the advantage because he is a little bit sick. So if he's here tomorrow and if you do get everything set up for tomorrow for the competition... I mean, Dr. Drayson's probably playing too, but I don't care. I want to beat Nate. Like, so if Dr. Drayson beats you, you you're, you're fine. You're cool with it. I guess I'm cool with it, but I'm so confident because I am a musical genius. Favorite song from the 60s, go. You can't have... 70s. You can't have a favorite song because there's just too many. Good answer. It is a good answer because there's just... I have so many, like, favorite bands. Like, it just depends on my mood. depends on, like, the time of year. Right now, in this moment, what's your favorite band, Gail? (sighs) Who's my favorite band right now? Yeah. Well, from the whatever, just what comes to mind. There's not, your mind's I always go back bands. to my favorite Van Halen with David Lee Roth. I mean, you just can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Van Halen. So you love Van Halen. That's your I favorite. Do. That's your overall favorite, most likely. I mean, you know, it just depends. But yeah, I mean, I love. And then you know, of course, you got your Led Zeppelin, and you know all the norms, and then the obscures, like Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and stuff like that. So this stuff, you're going you're gonna to trump. I am going to Nate win. Hates. I am going to win. I'm excited about this, actually. <laughs> this is going to be another one. You, you hated it. Well, it was I so just, funny. Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm just not a movie buff. And he, you know, and basically the trash that he's been talking via BBM this past weekend, he acts like not only is he good in, in movies, but he's going to be good at good music. music. Well, he thinks it's going to be Justin Bieber. Nate Hanks is going, oh, well, this is going to be simple. It's Justin Bieber. Yeah, baby, baby. Come on. What is that? Yeah. One so, time. No, no, no. I wish you luck, Nate. Well, we'll see. So tomorrow, if he's in, if he no longer has, well, I don't want him in here if he has the flu, by the way. That is true. So I, if I he guess has the flu, then let's keep him at home. We can do the we, competition yeah. anytime. I just right, want to make correct. it very clear to everybody. I do not want anyone in here. with the, I've not been sick in 2011, except 
when I got cholera on Haiti. Oh yeah, that's right. Totally different thing, but only lasted thirty six hours. Well, you gotta you gotta find out, make sure it's not the flu and versus a hangover. Because he did mention something that he it was might, not drinking. Yeah, he said it might be a hangover. Okay, it's my birthday on Friday. I didn't even go drinking. I didn't even. I did not even go out. I was working on work stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, it gets to that point in your life where it's just another birthday and you're really focused on other stuff. So, I mean, you have the rest of your life to party and I've had my fair share of partying. <laughs> I'm done partying. I don't need yeah. to party anymore. I mean, I, yeah. Palm Springs this weekend wasn't even a party. I sat around on my laptop. You're a miserable. And played Monopoly. <laughs> How old am I? What Wait, am who I, did you play Monopoly with? West Hollywood? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you play Monopoly with other people? Just a buddy of mine. We just we sat there for a couple hours and played Monopoly. On your laptop? No, on, on an actual board game. But we used the ATM version. has debit cards instead of cash. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nerdy. I, I, I'm, I'm, though, now over the course of a year, it's 3-2 overall. Monopoly. Yeah, I've won three times. He's won twice. I hated playing Mono- Monopoly when I was younger because it was just... It was really hard for me <laughs> to count. Now I could do it, but when I was little, I didn't understand the concept of money. And I wonder if Donald Trump's any good at Monopoly. He probably is. He's, he understands the concept of money. Yeah, I think you just got to buy up as much as you can. He'd be like, oh, let's make this a reality show. Yeah. <laughs> you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. And you're like, what, dude? We're playing a game, man. Yeah. You're taking this game very seriously. It's Monopoly. So wait, what other board games do you play besides Monopoly? The game of life. <laughs> <laughs> the real game of life or the, the, I love the board game. game of life? The board game of life. Both. I mean, they're both games to me. Actually. Do you remember the the jingle for that no, board game? Go, go ahead and give it to me because I don't recall. This is how musically like amazing Inclined I am? You yes, are. correct. Inclined, whatever you want to call okay. it. The jingle for the game of life was, you can be a winner at the game of life. Spin the wheel. I'm on my way. Spin the wheel. Collect my pay. Will you be rich when the game is through? You can be a winner at the game of life. Now, I know that that sounds terrible, but the fact is, is that I remember that jingle means that I must have some sort of musical genius talent up here. Wow. Impressive. That was actually... <laughs> I, I am a bit surprised that you knew uh, how that how that went. I... How did you remember that, by the way? Because, like, anything that has to do with music, I remember. It's like a photographic memory, but with music. <laughs> it sounded so blonde of you. <laughs> it's like a photographic memory, but with music. Yeah. Okay, cool. I get it now. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite game or game that you used to play anyway when you were younger? I liked playing checkers. That was, it was, too, oh, that was hard enough for you. Chess, uh, too many characters. <laughs> Yeah, I like playing checkers. I like playing Connect Four. <laughs> hungry, hungry hippo. Well, that was fun. What a mousetrap! That's a good game. Timeless. You know what? My girlfriend had mousetrap, and all the parts were gone within a month. So we really couldn't play and use the marble. And... See, what's the deal with all the kids' games and kids' toys having a million parts back then? Now they're a smart. Lot. Now yeah. they're all. Now it's everything's connected and it's cool. Right. Back and you could swallow like, them like right. back then. Yeah. It comes with like a thousand. It's like for two to four year olds. It comes with two thousand pieces. Yeah. What do you, I mean, of course you're going to lose one. Must you need, it needs all pieces to play game. Thank right. you for including 2,000 of them for my four-year-old, you ass, <laughs> yeah. at Hasbro. What was, um, oh, Operation? That was a good game. Operation was fun. That was, that for was. about two minutes. Yeah. I, I got <laughs> mad. <laughs> I would always try to kill the guy. I was like, I was like the, I was like the lady. <laughs> yeah. There was, um, 
they they named like body parts like weird things and i was like why are they calling that you know like they had like the bread basket (laughs) the butt basket the bread basket they had a body part called the bread basket and then when i took health class i go hey isn't that part called the bread basket they're like no no this chick's played too much of uh that one game operation operation yeah She's not going to be a doctor. That's true. <laughs> well, it looks like your bread basket's a little inflamed and burnt, if you will. Because it was like right above the like the pubis, the pubis bone, and I think they just titled it the bread basket because it was too, you know, vulgar. It's not to... called the pubis bone, is it? It's a um, pubi- uh, pubic pubic bone. No, a pubis bone. Not. Is it above your pelvic? Yeah. Your pelvis. I'm your gonna. I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> what are we doctors here? We're like Doctor Oz. On Operation crack. Game. And I want to see the actual picture of the image, and I will sh- and I will name the body parts. There, here are the body parts that are coming up. Let's see. I'm interested. Adam's apple, it. wishbone, broken heart, butterflies, spare ribs, funny bone. I can't I can't go down much further, but I know that there's one called the bread basket. <laughs> I do not lie about these things. Well, I want to ask you this. Speaking of bodies, mm-hmm. are you ready for summer now? I mean, you, can you put on a bikini and feel good about yourself i'll be honest with you no i'm really not quite there because i haven't even started i haven't gone to the gym you know i'm fortunate because i have good genes however i need to tone it up a little bit diesels what do you what do you oh jk come on kyle they do that one all the time that's called a stupid joke (laughs) really yeah really so what about you i mean you look pretty fit always I, well, I'm always fit, first of all. Love McDonald's. My favorite place to eat. <laughs> I'm trying to gain weight before summer. That's my goal. I'm trying to pack on the pound. Pa- well, it's summer now, See, I it's guess. always it's that way with men and then versus women, you know. Like, men always try to gain weight, and then women are always trying to lose it. So what kind of bikini do you like? I just, I'm, I just, I'm trying to visualize what, what you wear in the summertime. What's your bikini fave, if you will? Uh, just a two-piece. I have one. Like a string two-piece? No. <laughs> All the guys on YouTube are like, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, Dang it. I'm kidding around. That's kind of weird. But I, I, I do want to talk about things to do in the summer because I have zero plans. I need to figure out what I'm going to do this summer. Do, yeah. you, do you have any plans? Let's see. Well, this week I have a two-week vacation. That's right. Well, you, yeah, that's right. You have two weeks off. And you're <laughs> going to be in here every day. It's quite the vacation. So, um, yeah, that wasn't my choice. Uh, I just, you know what, during these two weeks, not only am I, you know, planning on being in here and like having good shows, but also I am going to try to hit the gym and work out Runyon Canyon. I was going to say something before about the whole gym thing. I was going to get you a membership as my birthday gift to you. Oh, because I need it? Possibly. Oh, my gosh. Is that cruel? Okay, wait a minute. I sent you a BBM about how how we should all have a group discount. We all go there as a package and say, hey, you know, we have this company down the street from this gym, blah, blah, blah. Can we get a package deal? Because most companies do that. It's a great deal. But you, okay, fine. What, yoga? Fine. Pay for my gym membership. How about Equinox? That's an expensive one. Yeah, there you go. I want that one. Here's where I really, this is what I want. There's a rock climbing gym close by. Okay. Called Rock Creation. For those of you who want to stalk us here in the studio. <laughs> and Rock Creation is a fantastic place. I'll go there. That sounds it's like cool. fun. I have my rock climbing gear in my car. 
It is called the bread basket. <laughs> what part is it? It's right. It's right in that area. What's it called? The part of the, the, what's the part of the body? Amber, figure out the part of the body. I'm curious. It's like right above your pubic area, it, but they call it the bread basket. That's what they do to little kids. And then I say that in in health class. <laughs> they confuse and, you. And yeah, and they confuse you. Just like you know, when my mother told me when I was younger, when I was five, we went to go get ice cream, and she said, you know, if you eat chocolate ice cream your eyes will get more brown and i said really so i always thought for the longest time that if i ate chocolate ice cream it would continue to make my eyes like you know a beautiful dark brown and that now you know well now i know and just like you know uh marlon mcmonagall told me on the bus that santa claus didn't exist (laughs) (laughs) sorry guys if you didn't know that right (laughs) you know just saying these yeah. are the things when i when when my brother found out my mom my mom uh about that exactly my my mom was in the van in our minivan this is way but way back and my brother who's two years younger than me i guess found out from a friend and confronted her and he was so mad not about the not not about santa but that she she lied to him mm. so he he's uh, how am i supposed to, he was like so, he's young but so mature. How am I supposed to trust you for the rest of my life? And starts crying. <laughs> really? How am I supposed to trust you as my mother? <laughs> That's funny. How am I supposed to trust you as my mother? Because you told me this whole time you tricked me into believing about Santa. That Santa was real. That he brought me gifts. <laughs> Man. How about I told my mom and I said, well, Marlon McMonagall said that Santa Claus doesn't exist. And she goes, he does so exist. And then continued doing it. Like up until I was like a teenager, like guess what Santa bought you? And you're like, like I'm pretty sure he doesn't, but maybe he still does. <laughs> I mean, I still like when I go home for Christmas, I still have a gift from Santa, which is cute, you know. But I mean, she still tried to continue the charade after I already found out into your thirties, twenties, teens. Right. I don't know. I just thought you'll be like seventy years old. You know, your mother is selling uh, devices to help people kill themselves, and she's like, "It's from Santa, <laughs> Mom. What is this butterfly basket you brought me?" So it's from this chick online. She's been <laughs> investigated by the FBI. Yeah. So stupid. Anyways, ah, uh, good times, right? Good. We're time. talking about Santa and summer. It's so strange, Santa Claus. Different different cultures have different ways of celebrating though with Santa. They have, you know, very very different. Yeah, like... It was such an American Santa way. In Holland, they have a wooden shoe. So strange. Clogs. Yeah, they all do <laughs> dancing around there. I don't know what the hell they do there. But, uh, yeah, man, great times, right? Good you guys times. want to call in 877-595-3424. This is Kyle Sherman Live. Correct. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break in a second here as soon as I figure out what's going on. Takes me a little bit to get refocused uh, here and organized. Just talking to myself. Uh, Here, oh, look, there's people in the chat room. Well, what are they saying? B Dizzle, Gray Beard, and B Dizzle. Well, yeah, we do know that Equinox is a ripoff. Actually, I mean, they're nice gyms. But, oh, there's people in the chat. Oh, talking about Equinox. Right. The gym, gotcha. They're nice gyms, but you're right, they are just a little bit pricey. I like this guy, Gray Beard. Who is this guy? Trust me, I don't even know. Gray I have no idea who I am. I can tell that's Amber. I'm Kyle, but I have no clue if you're talking about my inner soul, my inner being. Is Gray Biz- okay? Graybeard's asking, "Who are you, or who who he is?" <laughs> He's asking. Don't fade it. This is entertaining. Who is this guy? Hi, Matt. How are you? 
<laughs> All right, before, but, well, let's not take a break. I want to entertain these people. Okay. I want to. I, I want to find out what's what's going on in the UStream chat here. Let's see. So, people on UStream, hello. I'm actually looking at the uh, chat area. <laughs> we got drunk people from Memorial Day. Like, just <laughs> how? Yeah. Like, let's go to UStream.com. Let's go to UStream.com and see what's happening. Kilbo Palm, hi. Hello. It's a pleasure, as always. Yo, K. Sure. Are you doing the detail? Are you doing uh, dudes talking about chicks tonight? Oh, and happy belated birthday. Hi, Amber, says Bubba Bedizzle. Uh, yes, dudes talking about chicks is coming up in a little bit, 9 p.m. Pacific time. That is uh, in what, one hour from now? It's dudes talking about chicks, where we talk, uh, we give advice to guys, and girls call in all the time for some reason. I think that I is. I was a guest on that show twice. Yeah, actually, you know, that's how Amber is a co host on KSL now, is she was a great, you were a guest a couple times. Right. On DTAC. I had a good time. You can go to DTAC.FM uh, if you want to check it out. Because I knew Trip before I knew you. Trip is my co-host there. He's the date advice guru. Right. And that's how Trip and I met. So, Wait, did he pick you up? No, Trip and I met because we had an interest in dating, not each other, oh, but okay. like, the, da- like I, the dating world. I was about to say, I here's a close friend of mine. Here's a close friend of mine. I had no idea. Yeah. So, so that's you would a- never date him, though. Date Trip, the co-host. Actually, I mean... Trip is a catch. He's How a catch. so? What, in what way? Like if a guy, okay, listen, if a guy, one of our listeners right now, mm-hmm. goes, all right, if I see Amber B out, mm-hmm. I want to pick her up. What, 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 what attracts you to that guy? <laughs> um, well, I guess you know that I do have like a, a weakness for bad boys. But the last bad boy. The stalker? Right. I mean... Great. Okay, so if I didn't know he was a stalker. Oh, so many people probably don't know about this story. I mean, you wrap can, it up in a nutshell. No, you wrap it up because I've told it so many times. So you, oh, you talk about it a lot. Okay. Yeah. Well, basically, Amber's had the stalker that she met in the in her gar- parking garage of her apartment building. Okay, in the shadows, <laughs> and she thought it was a great idea to date him. Or go out with him enough times anyway for him to start breaking into her place and stealing stuff like her. Uh, what did he shave in your house? He stole I, your passport. He stole a variety of things and like weird stuff. Have you caught him yet? Because you're trying to get him kicked out. No, I haven't caught him yet. I mean, weird stuff like Q-tips to vegetable oil. So do you count your lipstick? Q-tips? How do you know? It's box. Gone. Here's the thing, because I bought a box of Q-tips maybe like five years ago and it took me like five years to use it. I don't use them very often because it's not really healthy to put them in your ears all the time, whatever. So I bought one in September. They were all gone like two weeks ago. They're like 500. You're like one, two, 342, <laughs> 343. It's 343. It's just weird. in here the other day. Just like the amount of stuff that he would take so any word what's the what's the uh, final update the final update is that i haven't seen him i think he was a gone for gone for the holiday weekend and um yeah i haven't busted him and as far as i know he hasn't been in there now what about your private eye you're uh this, i haven't this, heard this, from him amber claims she had a <laughs> uh, private eye or some uh, fbi a private eye i think it was a rent-a-cop personally <laughs> no. that's just me that's just me but i i i swear she comes up with these stories that are apparently true. None <laughs> of us can verify that they're true at all. But <laughs> that she found, she met some, by the way, this is at her night work. night work. Yeah. Where she serves drinks to rich people. And, and this <laughs> guy, and she's, Amber's not a bad looking woman, if you're just listening to us. If you've never, ever seen Amber, she's not a bad looking, I mean, six out of ten, okay? If you're drunk, twelve. 
Yeah, I I'm guess that B Dizzle thinks so. I'm kidding, by the way, though. No, Amber's a beautiful woman. She's a she's a she's a catch if you're looking at looks only. <laughs> what if I I'm like ripping you left and right here? I know. I'm like, what's no, going on here? You're amazing. Here's the thing. This guy came up to her as she's delivering drinks to him. And he's like, what do you do? Pull out his badge? Say, hey, what's up? I'm uh, I'm Private Eye Scott. Basically, you know, you get to chatting with people. And the long end, short end of the story is he gave me his business card because I had mentioned something about my stalker. Turns out. Oh, you told everybody then. You were telling people at work about him? You know, whatever. For some reason, I just was just, you know, I, I chat with a lot of people. Turns out he was of higher echelon law enforcement. Gave me his business card. Yes, he was, Kyle. No. Yes, he was. You I can email him right now. And and it comes back with a signature on his email that says, hi, I'm at Echelon Law Enforcement. Mm-mm. Hi. I'm not even telling you what agency Did you ever is. hook up with him? No. no. Never happened? No. You were going to. You no, were considering it. No, In order to get the other guy you were hooking up with behind <laughs> bars, you were going to hook up with this one. No, I wasn't. I swear I remember you saying you were going to hook uh. up with him. Is he a good-looking guy, though? The rent-a-comp? <laughs> Excuse me, the FBI or CIA agent. He was, he was okay. Yeah, I mean, he was a decent guy for an older guy. He's an older guy, you know. Older as in almost retired or no, like, midway through like, his career? Yeah, like 40s. <laughs> Don't give me that look. It's, it's like you've never been there before. Haven't you hooked up with somebody over 40? You have. <laughs> I can tell just by reading you. Have you? What's the oldest guy? What's the oldest you've ever hooked up with? Yeah. Age-wise. Guy. Okay, 40s, but, you know. 46. (laughs) 47? 50? Did you make it up in the 50s? No. This is something we applaud you for if you have. No. No. Why? Did he have money? What did you like about him? Um, he he did have money, and but I was really in love with him, and he was fun. He was like a rock and roller. Okay, so back so to he's the a bad boy. So back back to the type of guys I like. I like guys with tattoos. I like music musical guys that like play guitars, um, artist types. But these types happen to be psychopaths. So you know. So where's this other guy? The old guy's in jail now. No, he's like obsolete like he can't he's obsolete he's out yeah like he can't contact he's that old now no he can't contact me through my email he's blocked from my phone you know whatever why did you have to cut it off with him because he got psycho how so um you know it just started getting to the point where like he would be driving around my apartment building and <laughs> yelling up into my like window He's just crazy. I mean, I got... I don't know, why do you date these guys? Every single one. Every story I've heard so far of every single guy you've dated is insane. And you still want to go for the bad boy. I'm not saying that I go for the bad boys. Like, the, the, the types of guys that I'm attracted to, like, you know, are, like, Have funny. been in jail one time. No. Like, I don't know what it is, but, you know, the last guy who's the stalker was extremely sweet pursued me hardcore so he made me feel like i was special you know he was such a gentleman always like held my hand open doors like extremely sweet and nice but like sexy and fun at the same time but he just turned out to be creepy and like to go through my stuff and like steal things off of me so the same kind of thing see i part of me believes this might be you that okay wait i'm exist no they do exist wait why would i why would i want a guy to come 
into my apartment when I'm not home and steal Q-tips and lipstick and vegetable oil and a pot and a spatula. I mean, so much retarded. Well, that guy stu- must have been hungry. <laughs> and cans of soup, of course, and always left the tomato. Right? We talked about this. Oh, that's right. He was—he's something's. Uh, he always him. took he can't my eat the acidic food. Yeah, he never ate my tomato soup, but took like my, you know, Creamy mushroom, like all my yeah, but the vegetable soup. So I don't understand. Still though, why you date the, you, you know you said exactly. I just asked you a few minutes ago. What kind of guy you know would you date for our listeners and? Well, you not all us, bad boys are psychopaths. Then, well, you haven't found the right bad boy, I guess, yet. You know. I, and I like guys with arm muscles. So would like, you have dated Jesse James? No. Even if he was married to Sandra Bullock? No, he's like, he's old. Er, he's old. He's younger than this other guy, it sounds like. No, no, no. And um, he just seems like cruddy. Okay, so he's cruddy. Who could you uh, uh, compare? Like the types of guys the, I like celebrity-wise? Yes, Okay. So that everyone would know. I mean, I like a, I like a lot of guys, but um, you said bad boys. You were focused on bad boys. Well, I mean, let me just give you like a little broad spectrum, like my window. I like Johnny Depp type looks with dark hair. So I uh, haven't showered in four. So Robert Pattinson. No, not him. But I like a little bit of mystery, right? So I think Johnny Depp like kind of exudes that type of, you know, personality. And then as far as like musicians, like bad boys, I'm trying to think like, I don't know. It's not really a good example, but. um, Steven Tyler. No, maybe like a Tommy Lee, but he's kind of gross too. But I mean, you know. No, you like the Tommy Lee. You got excited (laughs) there. You did. Yeah. You lit up. That smile was bigger there than I've ever seen it before. You know, you love Tommy Lee. See, no wonder. No, Tommy Lee liked me. I, I actually. You dated him briefly. No, I served him once and. Served him once, drink wise, or served yeah, him once drinks, sexually. Drinks. Okay. You I was know, trying to clarify. Yeah, and uh, he was he was flirty and stuff. But see, I'm a lady. <laughs> and he never asked me out, and he never asked me for my number. So you know. He's like, oh, I can get these anywhere in Hollywood. Done. What I'm dating Pamela Anderson, so. So, would you, did you want him to ask you for your number, though? You know, if he would have asked me, I definitely would have given it to him. Just you know. And if he asked you on a date, and you knew he was with somebody else at the time, would you have gone out with him still? I do have a set of morals, ethics, and standards. But, but do you follow them? Yes, I do. I do. And Tommy Lee wasn't dating anybody at the time, so if he would have asked me out, I would have gone out with him. <laughs> All right, that's pretty funny. I'm glad. Now, let's go back to the Ustream real quick. I want to see what's going on. Greybeard, why are you insulting? <laughs> Greybeard loves to hang out in laundromats. I That's borrow why I money from people and I don't pay it back. I work very hard for my own money, honey. I pay for my own rent. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, it is kind of funny. Now, some of these are nice. Not all of them. <laughs> That's all right. I don't take them personally. Uh, that's funny. Wait a minute. Howard Stern. Well, we actually have restrictions here. If, yeah, we if can. We, if we could be like Howard Stern, I definitely wouldn't mind. I don't but think, I, don't think I have to follow Kyle's be, rules. I don't think anybody could be like Howard Stern. He's too good. He is pretty good. He definitely paved the way for radio. This guy thinks I'm too rude. 
He think, it, it, I, I'm well, sure you have to guy. understand, Kyle and this I have this playful ba- banter. He thinks you're lovely. Oh, well, thank he say, you. He thinks I'm full of himself and a touch on the rude side. I'd agree. <laughs> well, it is radio, and we do have a playful banter, and I definitely take jabs at Kyle myself every once in a while. So. Not on this show. I'm not letting it happen. Not all the, I mean, you may not hear him, but I, I definitely get them in. This is funny. <laughs> I like reading this stuff. It's cool. Uh, let's see what else is on there. For those of you just joining us, uh, we are live on Ustream, so we're messing around with the, the uh, chat right now. And people think I'm full myself. So I'm going to go home and uh, use this asphyxiation uh, device. Asphyxiation device from this old lady tonight. I'm going to order my butterfly box. 60 bucks. <laughs> Can you still get them online? No, they, they pulled the site. Oh, the site's down too. Okay. Yeah. That's and a bummer, man. I need that. I'll have to go build my own. Yeah. So wait a minute. Okay, so... I talked about the type of guys that I like. What kind of girl do I like? Yeah. I, well, I'll tell you, I learned last year, after dating this, this uh, blonde girl, we'll go ahead and do no names, although I'm sure a lot of our listeners know exactly who I'm talking about. She's been on the show before, and she's actually a good friend of mine still. But she and I, uh, after I hosted the red carpet stuff for Miss USA, she cheated on me, I found out that night. She was so jealous. Oh. That I was, you know, interviewing other girls, right. and I was working the whole right. weekend, and she was just in Vegas hanging out. I mean, she had nothing to do. Right. I mean, her friends were there, but I mean, it wasn't, you know. Listen, she wanted to hang out, and I wasn't paying attention to her. I was busy working, I was right. interviewing people. Right. So, anyhow, I don't want like to date those kind of girls anymore because I had been with a lot of those. And then, then after we broke up, I was desperate. I like needed a girl so bad. I was so desperate because I was so used to being with her. We lived together. So I, I started going crazy. I, I started dating the most random crazy girls in the world. They're like the Tommy Lee, you know, the woman version of Tommy Lee. Oh, so girls like me. Yeah, but I figured it out, though, that that was a bad idea. <laughs> that, that was the difference. Dating me is not a bad idea. I mean, for anybody out there. You're not a girl type of Tommy Lee. No, but. You're not at all. But no, what I figured out was don't date your typical L.A. table bottle service I like you because you have money, girl. Oh, okay. And I don't have a lot of money, but in the beginning, right? You know, a lot of people think I have money because I do the radio show thing. You know, I have a nice car, whatever. Well, I did have a nice car, and then I broke that. <laughs> but uh, no, you know, I don't know. She just she was one of those types of people. Mm-hmm. Although I think she's grown since then. I love her new boyfriend. I think he's awesome, and she's a great person. But I figured out honestly that it's not my type of girl. The LA girl is not my type. However, I can say this: that my type of girl. Definitely lives in the South. Natchez has always been chicken one day and feathers the next. Do it again. You want that again? All right. Natchez has always been chicken one day and feathers the next. See, what ha- here's what happened, by the way. I decided that at some moment, I, I, it clicked with me. It was November of last year. It was very recent. Man, I've been dating the wrong girls this whole time. What a waste of time. They're, they're, I take them out. I have to spend money on them, and then I can't even, you know... Survive. I'm eating McDonald's behind the scenes. <laughs> or stealing menu. soup. Stealing, stealing soup from the other ones because I can't even eat. <laughs> These guys are all in the same position. Like, damn it. I'm not saying you're that girl. But I'm saying that, it's, that, that they're out there. It's frustrating. A lot of them. Here in L.A., specifically L.A., there's so many of those types of women. Yeah, that's true. I agree. So what exactly did this last one do to you? It was like, just fr- as far as like going out and spending all of your... 
Well, no, she's always wanted to go out to eat to like nice sushi restaurants, right. to ni- nice dinners here and, that's and there. That's like over a hundred dollars just for one meal. It could be two hundred dollars. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Absolutely. And it's yeah. uh, come on, let's be conservative here. You don't need to go spend all your money on everything. There's people like I, I you know, like I told you I'm part of Generosity Water. Right. I was just in Haiti. You know, the, right. the clean water well. So they, there's a clean water crisis right now. Billions of people on the planet don't have clean water. Mm-hmm. Necessity we take for granted. And so through this time, I'm like getting very involved with this organization. So here I am going. How can I spend two hundred dollars? Yeah, you can't even di- fathom I, I can't it. even handle it. Mm-hmm. Made me crazy. She was insane. So, she made me insane. Maybe she wasn't the insane. I was the insane one for for hanging in there so long. But you didn't do anything, though. You didn't like break into her car. Or... No, I never did anything crazy. Like that. When it was over, I mean, I broke up with her. I said, yeah. "This can't happen." Anymore. I, I'm I'm going nuts. You're making me nuts. And so for <laughs> it was so man, good, good times looking back on that. Learned a lot about myself really? growing up. And now you're on basically, you are celibate. I'm abstinent. Yeah. No, I'm not. I will not. I, unless I find the right woman. I'm abstinent too. I'm, that's so cool. We're an abstinence show. I know. Everybody. Well, not, <laughs> not Drace, Dr. Drayson. Well, he has a very long-term girlfriend. But, soon to be married at But some Nate point. Hates says he was abstinent. For I'm, an entire year he was, yeah. Well, but he, right, currently he is now too. I'm dating my work. And I'm abstinent right now. How do you feel? I mean, How long it, has it been? It How goes, many weeks? It goes in waves. Weeks. I mean, it's been... I mean, if I just pull out my BlackBerry, it's been a... Wait, did you write down the beginning of this? No, but I mean, if I were to look at the calendar... That's great, though. I like that you have this figured out. Let's see. Uh, March. Since March? Okay, that's good. I've been since last November. That's a long time. End of November, roughly. It was around November. So it's been a little bit. I feel good. I do. See, before I'd get, I don't know. I just, I got all my validation from those women. That I, that these crazy women that I would go well, out you with. also, you know. You bring got, them home. You also got satisfied. Not just validation, but. Yeah, but it was, it was bad. I wouldn't feel oh. satisfied the next day. It was empty satisfaction. Hmm. Completely empty. I want to be satisfied in all angles and be happy with life. I don't want to have to, I, it was all out of, it, Honestly, it was very, it was sad for me because I was I, looking back at it, reflecting on it, I'm going, man, I was in all that for the wrong reasons, hmm. selfishly. So I'm very, I'm opening up my own show here, guys. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, this is supposed to be for you and Trip to talk about, like, he's going to be here in a moment. <laughs> but, um, you know, it just so happens we just stumble upon the topic anyway, so, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. Makes total sense. No, I, I or do. am I crazy? No, no. Like I understand. I mean, I think people just go through phases in their life, you know, where you're just like, okay, this isn't working for me. Just like some of the girls I know who were like absolute sluts. <laughs> hey, what are their names? <laughs> I'm not saying their names, but you know, and they go from like a different guy every weekend. I'm like, how could you do that? You know, like. A different guy every single weekend. Yeah, I mean, sex is supposed to be fun and sacred. So when you do it all the time, is is it fun? See, anymore? no, that's the point. You know? It's not, I was that girl. Oh, okay. All right, I, I get you now, yeah. I was a bad little You're a bad boy. guy. <laughs> I was a bad boy. No tattoos, but I was a bad boy. Yeah, it doesn't matter. No, yeah. it, it, no. but then, you know, it's, I figured things out. I was like, this is not good because it distracts you, first of all. From, when you're not being satisfied, you're trying to satisfy yourself in mm-hmm. some way. Mm-hmm. Like you said, 
Mm. That's you know that's part of what you're getting, right? It's not that empty satisfaction doesn't get you anywhere. So what happens at the end of the day? You're just a sad, lonely human. You're a shell of a human being. Yeah, I'm a shell of a human being, exactly. But I want to be better than that. I wanted to be... Right, so I'm that's... Not, I'm that's, not saying I want to be the best human being. I'm just saying I wanted to be a good person that, that w- woke up and could serve other people and be happy. Right. Made me cra- it just made me crazy after a while. I'm down with that. So now I can just mess around in the radio. This, now, this is my... The radio is my outlet. Everything else, all that real life stuff... I don't know what it is yet. I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> the tree of life and your transformation. Exactly. I do the same thing. Let's go to the channel. Okay. All right. Um, let's find out what's happening. You stream TV slash Kyle live. All right. Um, is anyone having problems getting picks? Don't really know what that means. Hmm. Talking about you, maybe. All right. Johnny blaze, uh, all sweaty, hey, sexy. I'm assuming these guys are talking to you. Let me see. Why? Johnny Blaze uh, is is says, wow, I want to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> all sweaty is talking about me. All sweaty. Okay, see, I all can't, sweaty. I'm it's not getting sweaty. the social stream as fast as you are. Oh, no, I'm getting, there's another chat. There's two chats in here. If you click. Oh. Yeah, there's, t- there's an instant chat and then a social stream chat. That's I'm on the social stream chat. Should I click to the other button? I think that just includes... Yeah, you might want to click to the other one. Okay. Let's see what else is on there. Well, thank you, by the way. <laughs> All sweaty. You're nice. What is the topic? The topic is... Uh, I have no idea. I mean, we bounce around from top... We, we actually, you know, we set things up. And then we just kind of, like you know, we this. set things up and then we end up segueing into other topics. And then we're like, how did we get here? Not, we I'm always not, ask that question. There's like, like my Saturday nights. What the? How did I get here? I'm in Vegas again. <laughs> how, did, how did I get here? Hope I didn't drive. <laughs> no, it, it is true. No, so here's the deal. For those of you on Ustream, let's see, I'm trying to figure this out. Disc one. I'm a young DJ. I'm 12. DJ, uh, what does it say? DJ Tilo, oh well, that's awesome. Keep keep at it. What is the tattoo on your left shoulder, Amber? Somebody wants to know. All sweaty wants to know. I don't have a tattoo on my left shoulder. It could be a shadow. A shadow. It's a, sh- a tattoo of a shadow that doesn't exist. Yeah, no tattoos. Uh, Italy is loving. Sud Italy love. I wish I could read that chat. I tried to click on that box and it just had a spiral. So, could be the HP flash or something. I'm just looking here on this thing. This tells us what's happening. Not, do you have a tattoo anywhere? Zero. Zero tattoos on Amber for you all sweaty. <laughs> I can't even read all sweaty. That, that was, that was like hate, Amber last week in here. She was just sweating. <laughs> she was, she, and, and, and Nate thought it was uh, him turning you on or whatever. He was like, <laughs> it's me, right? And then, he, then you were like, no, it's just hot in here, dude. Yeah. Come on, Nate hates. <laughs> piercings? Do you have any piercings? Actually, I used to have piercings. Um, well, you clearly have them on your ears. Yeah. Are you talking about elsewhere? I used to. Um, I had my tongue pierced, and then I had my nipple pierced once. You pier- Is this before or after Playboy? Before. Way before. How long before? Like years ago. Wow, that must have hurt. How do you take the thing out? It was the, the worst pain I've ever endured was having my nipple pierced. Yeah. Ah, it just- and it's not very ladylike, so I took it out. Well, of course. I mean, Same with the tongue ring. Well, Tommy Lee would have been all over that. He would have been like, give me that boob. Give me that boob right now. 
<laughs> so. Is there, is there a hole there still? Uh, no, but in my belly button, there's still a hole. Well, that, that doesn't go. But the nipple thing, I would feel like that would... That just, like... That heals up very quickly. Yeah. Who knows why? But that... Well, when you have a kid, there's like three ways to... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah. But um, I took that out a long time ago. Just because. Wow. That must... I just cannot... Were you drunk when you got this? Were you drinking I did it? have some drinks, and you're not supposed to drink when you get tattooed or pierced. Because of the blood... Blood gets clotting? thinner. Yeah. It gets thinner, so they pierced my nipple and I was and my boyfriend at the time was practicing bass in the other room guitar right and I was like I have to show him and I opened up the door and I showed him and my whole left breast was oozing blood oh that's disgusting <laughs> just dripping blood I'm like look what I just did and then I'm like oh, oh. <laughs> did, did he scream or did he just keep playing bass they were just kind of like they well his him and his bass the other guitar player. I knew him. It was fine. <laughs> oh, so you were showing everyone your boobs then. There was just two people. Your bloody boob. And then the, the piercer. So. Wow. So you just lay down in the shop in front of everybody. This was in Italy. So it wasn't really, it was at somebody's home, but it was a professional piercer that came over and pierced my nipple. Snooky will be there in the new season <laughs> of Jersey Shore. Getting pierced up. Wow. What made you decide to do that? I, you know, probably just because I was younger and I thought that it would be kind of cool. I don't know. But now that I think about it, how stupid, how unattractive and stupid are piercings? I think it's kind of cute. No. It's It'd be surprising. Oh, whoa. Hey. It's trashy. There's a metal rod in your boob. It's, it's trashy. <laughs> so Can that, you get different little types of... Yeah, barbells. Barbell and, things, and yeah. hoops and stuff like that. So what was your favorite one? That- I had a really tiny hoop because I still thought that thought that that was feminine. But after, you know, your opinions change and your tastes change and then you just you just take that out because it just doesn't suit your personality anymore. Okay. So no tattoos ever then? No. I'm glad I never did. And you'll do no more piercings. You're no, done piercing. Absolutely. Yeah, no. If you had to do a piercing, if someone made you do one, where would you get it? I guess I would like put it on the top of my ear. I know that sounds boring, but I mean, see, I think that's kind of hot. Yeah, I mean, I like that. I'm not into those crazy fetish-looking devices. Now, do you like guy? Now, speaking of the rock and roll guys, you like? Do you like these guys to have piercings? I mean, I whatever. As long as they have like a cool personality and they're attracted to me, and and they'll eventually go crazy and no. psychopath on my ass. <laughs> not crazy. I just you know I like. Like artists, types, musicians, those types of guys. I mean, anybody who's creative, I like. But I like all types of guys. I like jocks. I like I like it all. You like, oh, wow. You know. I like it all. I'll take whatever I can get. All right. Well, so give me your favorite. This is what I want to know. Your favorite boyfriend and the story why you broke up. Quickly. I'm curious about that. Okay. My favorite boyfriend was probably... That's hard to say. It's a tough one. Because the psychopath portrayed himself to be somebody who he really wasn't, right? So well, I was, how they all do, though. This, it sounds like to me that every boyfriend you've had that is a psychopath, <laughs> that I guess they all are psychopaths, they, they always pretend like they're uh, somebody else. So I could say that the stalker, my current stalker, who he portrayed himself to be was, was awesome. He was sweet to me. He was fun. Like, it was always a party. Um really nice to my friends but she got money stolen out of her wallet one night when we were all together so i don't know what was up with that so it may have been him he could have been the perpetrator I think, so. I think so but um 
I don't know. I, I guess that my last boyfriend, not the stalker, but the one that I was actually telling you about earlier, you know, <laughs> but that's t- tumultuous. All my relationships seem to be tumultuous anyways, because I'm feisty myself. But um, yeah, my last boyfriend was tall, dark, handsome, nice arm muscles. Do you fight with these guys? Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're, a fi- you're a fighter too. Man. I never fought with the psychopath. Well, you don't want to fight with a psychopath. You know. That, I mean, that's game over. Yeah. But, you know, tall, dark, handsome. And I, and I like arm muscles. I like That's muscles. your face. So, arm, so when you meet a guy, the first thing you I look like at is muscles. the arm muscles. Yeah, I like that. So these are, two, these, are, these are like sticks to you. Yeah, you're all right. You can break them. <laughs> yeah. So. I didn't do some working out. Yeah. Yeah, so whenever you get me that gym membership, okay, Kyle. Yeah. Rock Creation is what we'll hit up. Okay. I've been wanting to do Rock Creation. That place is so cool. It's right around the corner. Well, then let's go. All right, so let's, I, I guess what we'll do then is on what day? What what day are we? If Nate's here tomorrow, if Nate hates is in tomorrow, we'll do the rock and if roll. If you want him trivia. here tomorrow, if I want him, good point because he has the flu right. that you gave him. But, How long did it take you to get over that? That was that was a doozy. That was a three dayer. Ooh. That was a cold turned into a flu, and I don't know how that happened. And when did he get his <laughs> so called flu? Do you know? I, I guess yesterday, right? So we have two days. So it might be Wednesday. We're just going along the lines of. The timeline of sickness. The timeline of sickness, yes. Do you think he'll be better by tomorrow? Yeah, because he you said it might be... talking to him. I don't know what the deal is. He said it might be a hangover. Wait, did, maybe he BBM me. Let me see if this is him. No. So I don't know. You love Nate. I you do love... Nate's fun, but you, you know. You said you wouldn't date him, but you love Nate. <laughs> I see it in your eyes no. when he comes in here. They, they light up. What, what, why, don't, why don't you like Nate? I'm curious. No, I do like Nate. Nate's great. But what is it about? Because he's been trying really hard. He's been trying his best to get your attention. And you keep ignoring him. <laughs> There's I'm, something in you that likes Nate a little bit. I think you're, just, you're holding back. <laughs> no. We, we're going to have a wonderful competition, and I'm going to beat him. It was so funny. Last time when, so. Nate, when Nate won this competition, I played clips from movies. They were hard. In my opinion, they were very difficult. Well, yeah. Nate got them within three seconds of each one. There was 10 of them or something. Like that. Yeah. And Amber and Dr. Drayson were in here. I'm just kind of like throwing my hands up like, well, whatever. And you gave up. Everyone gave up. Yeah. 10 nothing was the final score. I mean, even the first one, I did, I did the easy one, dodgeball. Yeah, because they actually said it in the clip. Dodgeball. I, <laughs> I was like, this will, will start easy. Yeah. And then we did a kick ass too. That was also in the clip. And you still didn't get but it. But a lot of the movies I didn't see, so whatever. I mean, if you would have played like clips from like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like the classics, Breakfast Club, you know, stuff that everybody knows. The Breakfast Club? The Breakfast at Tiffany's? No, The Breakfast Club. That's a good movie. All right. John Hughes directed that, right? All right. Let's go to the chat. You stream chat, by the way, guys. Here's what we're doing. What issue were you in? She, you were in cyber, right? You were the, on the yeah. I, I just I was just in a um a San Diego cyber test shoot, so I wasn't. Uh, I didn't really. I thought you were on the website though. You were I'm on, on play, the website. Yeah, a cyber, so you can find Amber on the website. Yeah. So can you guys tell me what your show is about? First time watching this is uh, MGC thirteen thir- Magic thirteen thirteen. I'm assuming that's what it stands for. Uh, this show is about nothing. I don't even know. <laughs> It's the Kyle Sherman Live family, and it's just it you is. and me today. And it's just us today. Typically, <laughs> we have uh, 
Dr. Dre sitting here along with Nate Hates, and we have uh, a lot of celebrity guests on that we talk to. And intern Mario sometimes, right? And we have intern Mario and producer Ricky, and we have, we have all sorts of people. Uh, MGC1313 says, Snooki was arrested today for hitting a cop car. <gasps> Why did we not know Was this? that in Italy? The Carabinara. That's how they pronounce it. There's a metal rod in my wrist. It's T-Bear. Yeah, see, I can't get into that chat room. I'm only wow. on the social All sweaty screen. says you need to do a uh, piercing down whew, down in the bottom area. Yeah. Speaking of uh, regions. I actually did date a guy who had a Prince Albert. And that was interesting. Prince Albert? Yeah, there's a difference. It can either go through the top like this way. Or through the side this way. And I think that I believe that's called a Prince Albert. So when it goes through this way. Love to know how they figured out that name. They came up with that. It's yeah. so weird. Someone says I should be on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I don't know why. Go, so I could dance with her for a minute. I'm great at dancing, by the way. <laughs> That'd be quite hysterical. All right. Uh, we'll see what else is in here. Um, wow. People are writing very dirty things about you in here. I can't see it, and I can't even see it. Sorry, guys. For some reason, my HP is not pulling up the chat room. <laughs> okay, so I'm on the social stream one. So yeah, you're still you're still in the old school version. Yeah. So if you wanted to, I don't, and I don't know what's going on there. So you can't even see all sweaties in there. Ask you, can you see this? I could see Amber. Can you see this Amber? That's the last minute I got. I got something from four minutes ago, but I can't view the chat room. All sweaty says you have to re refresh your screen. Giant. Oh, I five it. Giant, what is this? Giantist? It's about Italy. Seriously, nipple piercing hurt? My husband wants me to get it done. So they want it to know it is the hurt. worst pain. It hurts worse than a boob job. And I'm not even joking. And I have a high tolerance for pain. So you, you, you got both a boob job and a nipple. Which one came first? The nipple piercing. And the nipple piercing came first, and then the boob job came while it was pierced? Yeah, but I took that out. And then when I had the boobs, I was like, what do I need this for? I've got uh, boobs. So that's what you, you mentioned <laughs> that part. Here are the details. Yeah, but you know, I had nice boobs anyways. I don't, you know. I can't really tell you have fake boobs. Well, the one was falling out the other morning when you were in here. <laughs> I was like, not for you, stream the children. Okay. What else is in the chat here? I'm trying to see. I've always little like private little side chats here. Wave to me. Wave. Hello. Hi. <laughs> you stream so funny. Very interesting. There's people writing in from Italy right now, I think. This whole Snooki getting Ooh, uh, hit I by... I lived in Italy. Hitting a comp car. Did you really? Yeah. See, here, this is what the show's about today. I lived on... Uh, so <laughs> happens to be about absolutely nothing except living I in I lived Italy. in Sardinia. So tell me about life there. And the guys, were there any bad boys there? They're all bad. All Italians are bad. They like pinch your butt. <laughs> they pinch your butt like this? <laughs> um yeah they're all bad with three fingers they've never they're just like yeah what? they're all bad i feel like that's such a generalization i'm sorry how so, many did you date while you were in i didn't Italy? date any italians because i didn't really speak the language <laughs> i kissed one once and but you didn't have to talk about it. you didn't you, didn't say, you, just you know we were and just attracted to each other yeah. and, that, and that was it yeah i mean i would go sit at his, at his cafe and drink cappuccinos and he only, was, so he was the owner of this. He was like, yeah, like the son or something. And he would always like bring me a cappuccino. You always go for the power. You go for the power. <laughs> it's got to be the owner of the owner's kid. 
<laughs> well, anyway. The manager. Yeah. That was the president. That was fun. Um but yeah, we had a make out session for like five minutes once. At the cafe in the back room or what? Like off the side in like in the alley. <laughs> it's very sexy. An alleyway in Italy. Yeah. That's like the one place an alleyway is sexy, you know. And it was, was raining. Beautiful. And it was raining too. Yeah. That's awesome actually. That's that, that to me is that is very sexy. But you couldn't do that in an alleyway in Chicago. If you go to Chicago <laughs> or here in LA get stabbed. You no, know, yeah, you're getting stabbed while you're making out with somebody. It's just not gonna work out. That's true. It's raining on the way down, the rain's hitting some roof with crap on it. You know what I mean? It's like garbage flying over. It's a disaster. Acidic rain. What was the best thing you did in Italy? MGC one three one three is asking. I oh man. I mean Italy is such a Was it that guy? No. It's the most beautiful place in the world. I love Italy so much. I mean, just traveling and seeing the history, like Rome is beautiful, just being on the train, um, just like seeing all the ruins and stuff like that. It's wonderful. And the food's amazing too. Like it's just so good and it's natural and yeah. It's I great. just love the lifestyle. I love the lifestyle. Europe. Because every, you sit down and you're in France or Italy, you know, yeah. the Spain or Portugal, everyone just takes their time. It's yeah. very, and you eat for, you, you eat for hours. When and you, you go hang out in the piazza and you people watch. Oh, that's like so that's cool. the, that's the thing to do is you watch people and it, and if you were to do that here, you'd appear to be creepy. I mean, some people do it up in Sunset Plaza and stuff like that, but you know, there's a lot of Mediterranean culture that hang up up there, but um, people just stare at each other and watch people walk by and watch all the ladies walk by and that's just what everybody does. It's such cool. a chill lifestyle. Yeah. I did it in the airport. <laughs> like, where are they going? Where are they? Terrorist. Okay, what? <laughs> Who's that? Okay. Yeah, Italy's great. I love it. And I loved Spain and I loved Greece. Greece was fun too. Beautiful. I've yeah. been to Greece one time. It was very, it was only like three days. What, what part of Greece did you go to? I don't even remember. I was like 15. Wow. But I traveled all, all over. France, Spain, Portugal, Italy. Yeah. Boom. That's the best. Gorgeous. Yeah. But no desire to visit like Sweden or Finland or. Really? No way. Brother's bad. girlfriend is from Sweden. Oh. I've never been, but I, he's been many times. It says it's gorgeous. Awesome. Yeah. I just like the Mediterranean, that whole, you know, I think. The, the homes. Place. Yeah. I mean, gorgeous. if I had the opportunity and I had the money, I would travel pretty much everywhere except like not so much the Middle East. I mean. You don't want to go ahead. Yeah. Abu Dhabi. I've been to Dubai. I've been to Abu Dhabi. I've always wanted to go there, but I haven't been. Yeah. Bong Rips is Jimmy CA1. What's your favorite band? Disc One's asking. We were just talking about that about an hour ago. It, yeah, it ranges from like, you know, your typical Van Halen to your Led Zeppelin. And I said obscure, you know, uh, bands to like, um, let's see, who else? like Jethro Tall and... Emerson Lake and Palmer and I mean it goes and on Justin and on. Justin Bieber. <laughs> Seriously. She loves uh, his Never Say Never song. I, you know who I like right now is Pitbull. I'm so into him. Pitbull. Yeah, because he's got like he's in he's collaborated with like three artists. J Lo. Right yeah, J Lo and he's on all these songs and every time I hear him I, I crank him and I turn him up and I just love him. He's just awesome. Pitbull is cool. I I do I agree. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very he's very versatile in, yeah. in, the, in what he does. And I think he's sexy. Jimmy CA1, the Arctic Monkeys. I don't know who they are. So why do you think Pitbull's sexy? Is it because he 
does these collaborations or is it more just I I don't know. I think he's sexy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll leave you guys with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll be back tomorrow morning, seven AM uh our our time. This is our first time doing this at night and typically there's a, quite a few more people here, but Amber and I decided to jump ahead and go ahead. Why not? It's Memorial Day. Yeah. You know. And you're in the Navy, so it's cool. It all works out. Yeah. And thank you guys who are serving overseas who maybe tuned in or uh, watching and you stream. Thank you guys. Honestly, it's it's quite awesome. And my friends overseas, I love you guys. You rock. A lot of friends from back home uh, who are out there right now and I, in Afghanistan in particular. So keep it up. Keep it up. Yeah. And guys, stick around. Uh, uh, coming up here in just uh, about 15 minutes is Dudes Talking About Chicks. It's a guy show. We do it every Monday night, 9 p.m. Pacific time. And uh, Trip, uh, this dating guru from uh, here in L.A., he is giving dating advice. Trip's awesome. I love to, Trip. To guys. And uh, he's amazing. I, just, I don't even know why I'm on the show. It should just be his show. <laughs> but Dude's Talking About Chicks is coming up here in just a few. Uh, for now, I'm going to put on a, uh, our episode from, I think it was Thursday. We had some good combos Thursday. Okay. All right? Cool. Now, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. And uh, have one of all, actually, I'll see you guys in 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Amber's heading home. Bye. She's going to bed. Good night, guys. This is Caliabam.com.